This is a family second program. Uh-huh. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow. That's right, I know the fire is delightful during these cold days that are coming, that's right. I know you're ready for Christmas, everybody, and we want to welcome you to the Family Second Podcast, that's right, we are here ready to give you encouragement, ready to lift you up and your family, and so listen up today because we're going to be talking about expecting great things for your family. Today we need to switch our thinking, switch the way we do things because we don't want to just get by, but we want to do great things not just for our family, but for God. That's right. We want to do great things for God. And one way to do that is we need to switch the way we think and accept what God has for us because he has so much for each and every one of us. So, hey, welcome to the Family Second Program. We are so thankful you are with us listening in your car, listening on your phone. No matter where you're listening, we thank you. My name is Philip Shelley. I am your host along with my family. That's right. We are here. We got my beautiful wife, Davina. We got my our beautiful four shells, that's right, Bella, Everett, Eva, and Dallas, and we are so glad to be here with you um, today learning about expecting the great, great things for you and your family. That's right, because we know we believe here at Family Second that each family is made up of individuals, and if one of those individuals just catch something of God and, and what great things he wants for you, guess what? Your family can catch that same fire, catch that same uh, great things that he has, and you can run with it and reach your full potential. Hey, what's up? Everybody, what's going on? I know you're ready for Christmas. I have a few Christmas songs playing. That's right for you. So we want you to, it's a great time of year. It's fun. It's exciting. You know, I used to be that person that just really dreaded this time of year. Um, you, especially, uh, just, uh, knowing how, what, how the world treats this time of year with their material, materialism and just, uh, you just have to buy this. You have to get this. You gotta do this. You gotta get this for that. You gotta go here. You gotta go there. And just, just the big busyness of this time of year, but you know what? God has changed my heart and, and my mind about this time of year. And just to have four kids in the house and their excitement and uh, just to be anticipating uh, Christmas coming. Um, it's, it's just a great time of year. We've been singing Christmas songs, having Christmas songs during our dinner time and and singing them in the car. And it's been fun this time of year. Just, to, of course, my wife decorating the tree. I, just, I don't touch the thing. All right. I'm just telling you, I don't touch the tree. I let her do the beautiful work that she does. And uh, it's great. It's awesome. Of course, I'll put some lights up outside side. Kids are, you know, elated about that. But you know what? This is a great time of year and I'm here to encourage you and I want to encourage your heart and your family uh, this time of year. So you know what? It's coming to the end of the year and I know uh, that you have some great uh, things that you, uh, that God has for your family and you want to do for your family. So I'm here just to teach you a few things. Uh, open the Bible up and see what God has and God says about what your family is and, and why he created your family in particular. 
because he wants to do great things. He wants you to reach your full potential in Christ, and he wants you to run with the Holy Spirit uh, in this time of year and in the season that you're in. Whatever season that is, you know, it might, you might be in the season of being that daddy or or just uh, being that husband. You might be in the season of being that wife or being the mother. You, you, there's different seasons that we're in, even in family life. You might be single out there. You might be, just be moving out of the house and, and uh, off at college or uh, just uh, on your own, and you just need some encouragement. Today, I want to encourage you, and I want to be an encouragement because Christ has called us to encourage those around us. So let's listen up, and let's see what God has for us today. And if you have your Bibles, you can turn to the book of John. That's right, the book of John. It's the fourth book in the New Testament. That's right. So make sure you open up to to chapter 14. And as I said before, you know, it's time to switch our thinking and to start expecting the best in our families across the great country and this world that we live in. You know, I want to thank uh, those that are listening in uh, far off lands, uh, like the land of Nebraska. Yes, <laughs> I want to thank those. We have some people listening listening in Nebraska. Hey, shout out to you. That's right. California. What's up? That's right. And Missouri. We want to shout out to Missouri. That's right. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We got a few other places that are listening here in Texas. Thank you so much for opening your hearts and your your cell phones. Yes, opening those two to this awesome podcast uh, here to encourage you and to equip you. There's three things I want to do today for you. I want to equip you with the Word of God on uh, what a family is and how to encourage you in that family. Then I want to give you. I want to empower you through an encounter of the Holy Spirit. We're going to pray for you and believe for you what God has for you. And then I want you to activate what you learn. And I'm going to give you some questions and some things that you can do to activate what we've talked about today. So listen up, sit back, relax. If you're in your car, don't relax. Watch what you're doing. All right. Um, just listen up and let's see what God has for us today. Cause I believe the best is yet to come in your family. So John 14, that's right. John 14, 12 through 14. This is what it says. And I'm coming from this today. So I want you to listen up very intently to what I have to say. It says, I tell you the truth. I love the, I love that term right there because I've uh, highlighted all the, I tell you the truths that Jesus said in the word of God is awesome. I haven't counted them yet, but uh, he says, I tell you the truth. And I think it's kind of reiterating that he has actually telling us the truth. Okay. So there you go. It says anyone who believes in me will do the same work I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the father. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. He said it twice, guys. Uh, you believe that? He said it twice. He wants you, he, he wants you to get it. All right. That's why he said it twice right there. He said it the first time. I'm going to be with my Father. You ask me for anything. I'll do it. Because it's going to bring glory to get to the, my father and said, yes, ask me for anything. And I would, he said it twice. And you know, if he's going to, if, if Jesus is going to say it twice, I'm going to believe him. And here's the thing, you know, being available is a vital key. Everybody say vital. Vital. That's right. A vital key to walking in the pathway of God's miracles. It's, it's, it's a living in his spirit. You know, he says he searched for those that are that are walking in his spirit. He wants you to live in his spirit and it's a, and being available to him and the things he has for you and, and serving others like 
Christ did when he was here on earth. He, he's looking for those that are available. And, and being available is a vital key to walking in the pathway of God's miracles. I, and I believe in miracles, guys. I'm telling you, you know, i just tell you the truth. I believe uh, in signs and wonders. I believe there's still miracles today uh, that are just waiting uh, to happen. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen blind eyes open. open. I've seen uh, the lame walk. I've seen it. Okay, with my own eyes, I've seen crippled people get up and walk. I, I, it's, you know, I've seen uh, people that are chronic stutter, stutterers just all the time stutter. When the spirit hits them, they're talking normal. I've seen miracles, okay? And I know there's a lot out there that have seen miracles. And if you've been th- to several revivals, you've probably seen those miracles too. Uh, but I believe God has miracles just waiting uh, for us. In our life and in our family. You know, when God blesses you, and here's the thing I want you to get today through that scripture I just read to you. When God blesses you, you know, if he blesses you in your work or in your service or or ministry or family or whatever he blesses you in. You know, it's tempting uh, to accept that this is all God has for us. You know, when he blesses us, oh my gosh, he blesses us with a, with, with a great thing. Say, example, he blesses you with lots and lots of money. And you say, well, all right, well, I guess this is all God has for us. Uh, uh, let me do my thing and, and uh, thank you, God. Appreciate it. Sayonara. That's right. You know, it's tempting to say that and say, that's it. That's all God has for us. He blessed us. Now he's off to the next person. <laughs> that's, that's not it. And, you know, it's easy to stop and it's easy to rest and it's easy to sit back and, and just say, that's it. You know, instead of like the Bible puts it, keep your hand to the plow. In Luke nine sixty two, it says, but Jesus told him anyone who puts his hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. You know, it's easy to stop and rest and just relax and be lazy. You know, uh, just to tell you the truth, uh, my initial thing is to just sit back and be lazy. That's just me. You know, I have to be pushed sometimes and be uh, set straight sometimes. Uh, who out there can witness to that? All right. Uh, because you know, my flesh wants to be lazy. Paul talked about that. And his, he does things he doesn't want to do. And a lot of things, a lot of times I'm lazy and I want to be lazy, just sit back and rest. But I need to realize God has something for me that he wants me to do. And I have to put my hand to the plow. As it says in Luke nine sixty two. but Jesus told him, anyone who puts his hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. You know, sometimes some, some people really think this verse means you may lose your salvation. Um, that's not what he's talking about here, I believe. Um, you know, salvation is a gift and it's given freely from God, but those words, it says, is not fit for the kingdom of God. I want to emphasize those words there. It means if you're going at your discipleship to God half-heartedly, if you're not giving God your all and everything you do, reading your word and getting to know him and and, and serving him and teaching your children and, and him, and if you're Going at your discipleship half-heartedly, if you're not putting him first in all you do and obeying him and serving him, you know what? It eliminates you from God's maximum use. You know what? I want to be used by God 
in his maximum use. So whatever he has for me, I want to be used for him because he's God. You know, he is there to bless us. He is there to, to give us what we need. Sometimes, you know, the, you know, the Bible says that if we delight in him, he would give us the desires of our heart. And so here's the thing. I'm going to delight in him. I'm, I'm going to delight in everything he gives me, even if it's the minuscule of things. I'm going to delight in him and praise his name because I want to be used for his maximum use. And, you know, this is this may be what Paul was talking about and what Paul warns us against in 1 Corinthians 3, uh, verse 12. 12 through 15, Paul says this, he says, if anyone, anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials. Now the foundation he was talking about in the, in the verses before that, he's talking about Jesus Christ. He, he built the foundation in the Corinth church on Jesus. That was the foundation. Now he's talking about the people that, that built upon that foundation. He says this, he says, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw, but on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames." And, you know, we see here in the, this verse, in these verses here, you have three durable materials and you have three perishable materials. Okay, you have the, the gold and silver, you have the jewels, and then you have the wood and the hay and the straw. You have three durable materials, you have three perishable materials. My question to you is this. And I want you to take this question seriously. Which ones are you building your family with? Are you building your family with the durable materials? Or are you building your family with the perishable materials? Because it tells you right there, plain and simple, what's going to happen if you build with those materials. It says uh, the builder will receive a, a reward for those that build with the durable materials. It says on the judgment day, the fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, the builder will receive a reward. If the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. It says the builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping a wall of flames. So here's my question. Which ones are you building your family with? If you're building with material that will last and you're building your family up in the truth, of God's word. And you know what the Bible says about that? The Bible says this truth will set you free. I love living in the land of the free. I love living in this country. I praise God for it every day. He has given us that freedom to serve him uh, the way we want to. He's given us freedom to go to school and to and to make as much money as we want to and to you know, he's he's given us that freedom in this country. And you know what? It's built upon the truth of God's word. That's why this country's so great, because it was built upon his truth and his word. And the Bible says the truth will set us free. I want you to listen to this real quick. It says, I'm going to tell you this, and I want you to receive what God has for you. Here is what I want you to do. No matter what stage you are in your family structure, you might be single, you might be a dad, you might be a mom, you might be a son, a daughter. You might be a grandparent listening to this. You might be in some state, one stage and one structure or even two structures, whatever, of the family. I want you to refuse to allow the blessings of God's grace on you and your family lead you to think that he may not be ready to do even more 
in your life. I, I want you to be available and I want you to expect more of God and what God has for you and his blessings in your life. He does not call you to attempt to produce more. He doesn't call you to produce more. Some people think we have to work for that salvation. We have to work for that mansion in the sky. No, he does not call you to uh, to attempt to produce more, but to ask and believe him for more. You know, the Bible says uh, that uh, we need to ask, we need to seek, and we need to knock. Those are three things we need to do. He tells us there in the Gospels that we need to ask, we need to seek, and we need to knock. He tells the story of the persistent w- the woman that it goes every day to the judge and, and, and just pesters him. And finally, the judge gives her what's, what she wants. You know, what, what, and he says, you know, I'll give you even more. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is ask and believe him for more, for greater works he has in store for us to receive and by his grace achieve for his kingdom's purpose and glory. Expect great things in your family and keep your heart set and ready for the next advance in his kingdom because I believe the best is yet to come in your family, in you and your family. It starts in you, people. It starts in you, father. It starts in you, mother. It starts in you, son. It starts in you, daughter. Grandpa, grandma, it starts in you. You have to believe today that the best is yet to come. Get up on your feet. Stand and believe that God is going to do great things in your life. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. And you know, a lot of people believe that um, as long as you're good, as long as you give to the poor, as long as you you know you're not bad at any you know at anything or do anything bad, then you're going to heaven. But you know, our true Christians know the truth. What the Bible says that the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. That's the only way. And you know what? There's a lot of families out there. There's a lot of parents. There's a lot of fathers. There's a lot of mothers. Uh, uh, there's a lot of husbands and a lot of wives that just believe, hey, man, if, if I'm just a good parent, then my kids are going to be responsible. And you know, just like uh, some people believe in that if they're good, they're going to get to heaven. You know, some parents believe, you know, if if, if I'm just good at some things, then, then my, my, my kids are going to be uh, grow up responsible. They're not going to sway from the truth. Uh, nothing's ever going to happen. Uh, but, you know, that's the farthest from the truth. You know, we have to receive Jesus as our Savior. If we want to see him face to face one day and receive that crown that we're going to lay at his feet anyway, then we have to receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. And I believe as a family, as parents, that we need to switch our thinking and rise up and say, you know what? No more just trying to be good. No more just trying to keeping our kids away from this or, or, or that or or or. or whatever it is, but you know what? We have to become exceptional, you know, in in believing and being available for what God has for us. So, so take that with you today and believe God for the best in your family. Don't expect less than the best in your family and you today, because God has so much for you and your family. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, great. I'm glad you received that today. So as we go into prayer and as we go into our encounter uh, part of the podcast, you know what? Uh, we've seen stories of people or businesses, you know, through time they grow and, and through time they uh, they become exceptional. And, and we've seen some driving forces here in America. I mean, take, for instance, Microsoft. <laughs> you know, the company grew from, you know, uh, uh, 
Bill Gates, you know, just believing that, you know, in, in, in his computer work and being smart and, and to him being a billionaire. We've seen Apple, the company Apple, you know, start from a garage. And now everybody has a phone, you know, that's an Apple. I know some of you don't. Okay. Don't, don't, you know, get on to me about that. But, you know, we, we, we've seen it, you know, and I, even in the church, you know, I got to go uh, see a movie, the Hillsong movie the other day and and just to see that what uh what this church has become just uh from a, a little church there in australia in the 80s uh become this uh, global uh worship machine uh in what it is today and we we've, we've seen through time these things grow uh something of extraordinary limits and you probably know of an individual and some of you probably know somebody a close friend or even someone that is distant uh, that has exceeded the limits that are placed on all of us, on them. You've probably seen somebody. I've seen people that that limits have been placed on them and they've uh, gone past those limits and the things that they are doing today. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to believe that it's for you, that you can do it, that you can exceed those limits that people put on you, those limits people uh, that the devil puts on you, the limits that the world puts on us or business puts on us or government puts on us. I believe God has something great for you this year. 2017 is coming, and I believe God has something great for you. All you have to do is believe and stand up and say, I want to change, and I'm going to believe the best for my family because God has something great for them. So let's pray right now. Lord, I believe right now in the name of Jesus that you have something great for each family member that's listening. They might be single. They might be a dad, a mom, a brother, a sister, a son, a daughter, a grandpa, a grandma. And no matter what stage of uh, family they are in, God, I believe they are listening to this and they're going to rise up and change their thinking, switch the way they think and say, you know what? I'm going to start asking God for the best he has for me because God has the best for me. He does. And all I want to do is advance his kingdom and his glory and to be available, be available to him. So Lord, I just pray for those Lord that are struggling out there today that, 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 you know, just don't believe that God has something great, the best for them. They, all they have to do is ask. And so I, Lord, I just pray, change their heart. Lord, come into their life, change them today. And Lord, help them believe for the best for their family. No matter what what they've been through, Lord, they might have been through death. They might have been through a struggle of the storms of this life and struggles of this life may have beat them down. But Lord, today, lift them up in you. Lift them up to a greater power and mighty power that you have for them. Because you said in your word, you said it twice. All we have to do is ask and you will give it to us because it's going to bring your father glory. So today, in the name of Jesus, rise every family up today, Lord, to do their best in you and let us see this nation rise up in Jesus' name for your power and your glory. So Holy Spirit, I just pray, come upon every family member, every dad, every mom, every son, every daughter. Lord, come upon them right now in the name of Jesus and let them receive your power because when the Holy Spirit comes, we shall receive power and we will be your witnesses throughout the ends of the earth. And we praise you for that and we thank you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. Today, our activator, but say activate. That's right. We're going to activate what we learned today. So I want you to take what you got, got today. And here's my first question I want to ask you. You can write it down uh, and uh, take it with you this week. 
what are some ways you can build upon the foundation of Christ with materials that will last in your family? What are some, uh, be creative with this. You know, what's your talents? What's your gifts, fathers, dads, moms? What are your gifts? Use those gifts to encourage your children every day. What are your, what are your children's personalities? What are their gifts? What are their talents? Uh, you know, share the gospel with them in a way they can understand, they can grasp, and they can catch so they can take them uh, in the future. So, uh, you, what are some ways you can build upon the foundation of Christ with materials that will last in your family? Uh, you know, examples, teaching what God's word says, trying harder in everything you do for your family, being intentional and in teaching and showing your family that they can expect greater things. Those are just, those are just examples of, of, of building upon the foundation with materials that will last. So number two, all right, are what are some examples or stories you can share with your family of people who expected great things? There are so many stories out there, guys, online, or you even know of people that expected great things and God gave it to them. And of course, you know those stories that people expected great things and they lost everything. You know those stories. Those are some great stories you can share with your family. Those are some things that you can share of God's blessings and some things that, you know, you can share of, of, of great triumph, of great or, or great loss, uh, that we need to expect gr greater things for God and we need to ask him uh, what we need. So what are some examples? Number two, what are examples of stories that you can share with your family of people who expected great things? And number three, turn those stories into testimonies of your family going beyond anything you can imagine. Okay, so turn those stories into testimonies that you can share with other people as a family, that you can be witnesses and you can serve others. And then the last thing I want you to do is tell your family this, this coming year, 2017, the best is yet to come. That's right. Every day, believe that. Every day, expect that. Every day, say that. Write it on your wall. Write it on your notebook. Write it in your Bible. The best is yet to come and believe it in Jesus' name. All right. Well, we want to thank you, everybody, uh, for listening today, for being with us. Uh, those of you in Nebraska, that's right. Those of you in Missouri, those of you, of you in California and everywhere else, we thank you so much for listening. Brazil, I know you're out there. Shout out to you. We want to thank you for listening today. We love you here at Family Second, and we want you to just pray for us. Pray for us as a family. Uh, last week, you know, I, I took off last week, and I won't be doing this every two weeks now. Uh, but I always wanted this to be a blessing to you. And I want you just to receive God's word. So just write me. If you want to write me, uh, write me to Philip. That's with one L, P-H-I-L-I-P at FamilySecond.org. Or if you want to write my beautiful wife, Davina, that's D-I-V-I-N-A at FamilySecond.org. Just write us. Tell us what's going on so we can pray with you and believe with you. Uh, if you want to tell us your story, go to MyStory at FamilySecond.org. Tell us your story. Tell us what some, uh, some things you're going through, struggling with, or great triumphs in your life so we can share it with others here on this podcast go to our website that is under construction right now that's right uh, um, familysecond.org you can listen to our podcast on there you can listen to it on google play stitcher itunes soundcloud you can listen to it on all those we are available there and just pray for us pray to give to this great ministry our next step is to make this a uh, full-fledged 501c3 so we can bless more people 
and we can do more writings and we can uh, go further in what God has for us and what God has for you and your family because we want to be a blessing. God has so much for you and he uses people like me. <laughs> That's right. I can't believe it. That's awesome. He wants to use people like you too. Uh, praise God for that. All right. So please write us. Tell us what you're going through. Uh, we want to hear from you. It blesses us. It does. And just pray about giving uh, at, at this time of year, this at the end of the year, and into 2017. I believe the best is yet to come, not just for this ministry, but for you and your family. I'm believing it today. Hey, man, God bless you. God bless what God has for you. And we will see you in the future. Keep on listening. We love you because this has been a P-Shells, Diva the Divine, Four Shells production. And we want to say Merry Christmas to you. Oh, I'm sorry. That was so bad. <laughs> but Merry Christmas. Have a great New Year. Bye.